Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Water Cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. My name is Ryan Saber, the most electrifying voice in sports information. And with me, as always. What's up, guys? It's Lukey. And what are we talking about today? Quick one today. I know I say that a lot, but today is going to be a quick one. Number one, we're getting this going late in the week. We both been a little under the weather for different reasons. Uh, not going to get into that, but going to be a quick one today. We're going to talk a little NBA. Make it sound like you have COVID or or worse. I do not have COVID. <laughs> as we were, co- excuse me, as we were coming on the air, I was talking about how I've been taking COVID tests almost daily, so I have peace of mind. Anyway, we're going to do a little NBA. We'll talk 75th anniversary team, Luke's favorite topic. If you follow him on Twitter, he's been uh, super, super vocal about not caring about the 75th anniversary team. One tweet, literally one tweet. (laughs) We're going to talk a little NFL. (laughs) Literally one tweet. We're going to talk a little NFL. We're not even going to recap last week. We're just going to look ahead to week eight. And then we'll do a few good minutes on college football at the end end before we get into the show a word from our sponsor we're back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season all right three and one last week three and one two weeks in a row we are currently sitting at 17 16 and one for the season. We are back in the green. What do you got this week? I'm going to put us right back in the in, in the red here. I got the Houston Texans at home. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got the Indianapolis Colts minus one at home versus Tennessee Titans. You're taking Indy minus one. Yep. I have four as usual. Start with college football under 50. Michigan at Michigan State, that feels like a 17-13 game to me. I like the under in that. Take it. I like Georgia, minus 14 at Florida. Georgia's just been mollywhopping people. I know Florida beat LSU, and they've played some good games this season. I think that's impacting that line a little bit. I like Georgia, minus 14 at Florida. And then to the NFL, the Thursday night special, Green Bay at Arizona. I know there's a lot of injuries in this game. The receivers for Green Bay have COVID. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I believe, is questionable or maybe even doubtful. Sounds like J.J. Watt isn't going to play. I like over 50 in that game. I still think those teams are going to be able to score a lot of points. So I don't anticipate that being a low scoring affair. So go over 50 and making its return this week since we're back on top. If you're feeling lucky, this is the week, Luke. I'm proclaiming it. The Detroit Lions on the money line plus 159 at home 
against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Detroit Lions will get off the schneid this week. They will win. Take the Lions on the money line. Hang on. I'm putting in a bet right now. Eagles minus three. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good to go. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus. That's B L E A V five zero from basketball, football, the world series, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. All right, let's talk NBA. Let's talk the 75th anniversary team. I got a couple questions for you. You ready? Okay. Yeah. So let's just start in general. What are your thoughts on this 75th anniversary team, specifically the way that they selected it? I guess I wasn't aware that they were going to do it this way until the names started coming out. I thought they were just going to start from scratch and pick 75 names, but they select they took they kept the original 50 and they added 25 new names on top of it. Just in general, what are your thoughts about that? Do you like the way that they did it that way or or what? Yeah, I guess I guess that's okay. I mean, if those are the 50 greatest and those are the 50 greatest, I mean, that was 25 years ago, right? Was that when the list came out? Is it, yeah, is it, every, it was in Cleveland yeah. when they did that? So, um, I mean, I'm sure that there's been guys that have cracked that, that top 50 since then, and I'm sure that those guys were included in the 25. I, honestly, this is the first time I'm looking at the list, and I have one take on it, really, is that Damian I, Miller doesn't belong. That's I it. That's questions. the only take I have. I got questions. So let's not be like super negative about the list. And Damian Lillard does belong on the list because he's there. Good for him. And he deserves to be there. It's just, it's just, it's just, okay. You have a signed Dame Lillard picture that you do not, you do not deserve that. I do. I think that you should wrap that up and put that under my fucking Christmas tree because you don't deserve that. One of my prized possessions. It's not. I think you only like it because you know how much I love him and you use it. Me knowing that you have that thing fucking taunts me. I'm going to put it right here for the whole show. Makes me angry. That's my, that's my only real take on it. Um, I'll ask you a couple more questions. All right, go ahead. Well, hold on. Let me give my thoughts here. I I'm totally against the way that they selected the team. I'm cool with them taking the 50 greatest players of all time and giving them like an extra point or whatever, if as they're grading these players, but there's just guys on that list that I, I just, I don't know, Luke, I, I feel like you start from scratch, you create a brand new 75 list. You put the names down. I just, this, the idea that some of these guys, Dave Cowens and some of these other guys that these guys couldn't even survive in the NBA today. I mean, John Havlicek used to fucking smoke cigarettes sitting on the bench. Like, just like it's these guys just now, granted, I'm not saying John Havlicek isn't one of the greatest 75 players of all time. It's just Johnny Havlicek wasn't the only guy smoking cigarettes on the bench. The game is different. And I understand that we're, you, you don't compare 
eras and all that. But at the same time, when you're taking a composite list of the greatest of all time, you, you do, you are comparing eras. Now, if you want to create like, okay, we're going to take, we're going to create the sixties list, the seventies list, the eighties list. Not, and then you combine that to create a, a total list. I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. But I just, I think just giving the top 50 a pass and putting them on it. Now, look, would have 45 of the guys probably been on it? Sure. But I think a few guys got snubbed. Certainly one or two guys got snubbed and they did because guys that were smoking cigarettes on the bench in the seventies are on the list. And that's, that's the way I feel about it. Sure. That's fine too. But I, I think you need to look at it in, in relative, you know, in relation to you mentioned eras, how would those guys compare to guys in their era? I mean, there's probably 10 guys right now that are as good or better than Jim Brown was. And he's largely regarded as the first or second best NFL player in the history of football. I mean, there's, there's 10 guys playing right now that could do what he did back then. And like, would he be good now? Of course he would. So it's a, it's not a, an apples to apples with guys like Dave DeBusher or something that I've never even heard of. Dave DeBusher. Whatever his name is, you know, but I mean, like, if you take any of these, if you took if you took fucking Swaggy P and dropped him back in the sixties, they'd be like they would he would be an alien. Well, they didn't have a three point line. It doesn't. <laughs> so this he just be he'd still be shooting him from two, out there. He'd yeah, still be shooting him from point. out there. But that, right. but but if you compare him eras to eras, it, it's it's based on their peers at the time. So like I don't really have a problem with that. So now that you're finally looking at the list, even though I sent you a text message earlier today telling you we were going to talk about this. Who who's the name that's the biggest surprise to you on the list? Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's the name that's the biggest surprise to me on the list as well. And it's not because I don't believe that he belongs there. I just think he's one of the most underrated superstars of all time. And to me, that indicates that he's sort of a, a hooper's hooper, a baller's baller. He's a player's player. And whoever voted for this list, I got to believe they probably had sports writers and things like that. It gives me a little bit of faith in the sports media that I've been losing over the last several years. Was he on the 50 team? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking about my next, my next guy. Sorry. (laughs) No, Dame was not on the 50 team at seven years old, but (laughs) I'm certain that he was already fucking balling out then. So, so my runner up would be the, what's his name? Dave, Dave, Dave DeBusher. Boucher, the water boy, him, yes. and then uh, honorable That's a mention. little bit disrespectful. He's a Hall of Famer. Was he on the 50 team? Yes. And then on the honorable mention of this list would be Russell Westbrook, which I love Russ, but come on, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I think he's one of the 25 best players right now. I mean, he's like, average, I understand he's, he's average a triple double career. like four years in a row. I understand he's at the end of his career, but I, I don't know. He's averaged a triple double like four years. This, in a row. this is why these things are so stupid. Like, like they're so arbitrary. And like, I understand they're written that these these people that cover the league that vote on them. But it's just like it's just so arbitrary. You got some surprises on there. Who? What's a name that's not on there that you're surprised? Who's the biggest snub? I mean, I I don't know the list I've seen. It's been like uh, what's it? Dwight Howard, Vince Carter. I don't have a problem keeping those guys off. I, I um. I don't really have a problem keeping those guys up. Now, maybe, maybe I, maybe it would be Dwight. I mean, he beat a sixty-six win Cavs team back in like what was it? Oh nine. Yeah, it was, it was fucking Hito Turka glue for Christ's sake. And 
uh, Richard Lewis just canning corner. Threes. Yes, it was it was the PED magic. Yes, it was the PED magic. But he was a part of that, and um, he took that team to the finals. And he was All NBA for a long time. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a, he's a shoe in first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. But like maybe he's the biggest one. I don't really have a problem keeping Vince off. I mean, he, he played him one finals maybe, and like yeah, he, he's I don't know. He's got some great dunks and stuff, but like I don't know. I think I think everyone else is pretty much. I think I think the guys that are on the list are worthy of it, and I think I don't I don't really see like a snub. Yeah, I mean, there's a handful of guys: Dwight, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady. I think's one that you've seen. T- Tony Parker, I think, is a, a name that's a little surprising. Okay. He would he would go to the front of the list for me. I mean, you look that that whole Ginobili's not on there, so basically that whole Spurs dynasty you get tim duncan and david robinson who was just there for the the first one right so Mm -hmm. you don't get ginobili you don't get tony parker look it's dwight howard okay it's dwight howard i heard a lot of people complaining that it was Kyrie. Kyrie doesn't doesn't belong anywhere on this list Kyrie's a great fucking player and he if he gets his act together he might be on the hundredth team right so let's hope that he can do that. But Dwight Howard's the biggest snub. He's an eight-time All-Star. He's eight-time All-NBA. He's a three-time Defensive Player of the Year. He's a four-time Top 5 MVP. Like, you look at a guy who probably shouldn't be on the list. You know, you talk about Dame Miller. What about fucking Reggie Miller, dude? Like, I understand Reggie Miller's great, and we have a lot of great memories reggie miller was all nba like a couple times he only made a few all-star teams never won a championship was never a top three or four mvp voting guy like there's just names on here that there's a little bit of nostalgia whereas dwight howard has the fucking numbers i mean he was superman athletically for an for a long period of time was able to defend the paint in a way that few players in the modern NBA do or have and you know for him not even to be on that list I think it's a little bit disrespectful and you know the media doesn't like Dwight Howard he's got a little bit of that Barry Bonds thing you know the media hated Bonds Bonds was a dick to the media not you know not that Dwight Howard's a dick to the media but I think a lot of what happens to Barry Bonds in the in the Hall of Fame voting is payback for how poor he tr- poorly he treated the media over his career. And I think a lot of what happens with Dwight Howard is just people didn't like him. They thought he was kind of immature and Kobe didn't like him. So, you know, people he, turned on him, you know, it was just a lot of that. He wasn't mature. And he, he, I mean, he is a dickhead. Like let's, let's be honest about it, but like he probably belongs on this list, especially had a guys like, like, that I mentioned, you know, Russ and, and Dame and especially those recent guys. He definitely does. All right. So if you had to name one player, I already alluded to one. There's obviously a list of guys right now. Who's the player right now that you think is the most likely that's not on the 75th team that's most likely to make the 100th team? Kyrie Irving. I don't, I don't think so, but Why? I'll 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 play the game because he's that good. I mean, there's nothing else about it. What if he never plays another game? You like to say that about a lot of players, but like he he's definitely going to play again. Like he's not done playing. I don't know. I do. 
I mean, Kyrie, we all, we follow Dragonfly Jones. It's a guy that we both like on Twitter. Check him out, everybody, if you don't. I mean, he's a guy that just said, look, Kyrie's not going to, he said it like two years ago. Like one day Kyrie's just going to retire at like 30. Kyrie's 29, right? Like we may never see Kyrie play again. He's the voice of the voiceless, man. He may need to go take on that role in other capacities from here on out, so. I don't know. I think the guy that's most likely going to make the 100 team that's not in this one's Clay Thompson. I mean, he's only 31. He's got four to five good years left. It's the Reggie Miller case. I think for the, all the reasons that Reggie Miller made the 75th team, I think Clay Thompson will make the 100th team. History is going to favor him. I mean, Steph and Draymond are already on this list. So I just think that. History is going to favor Clay Thompson. People are going to look at him in much more favor. I, you know, I'm a huge Clay Thompson fan, but I think he's he's a shoe in to make the hundredth team. Yeah, number number seventy seven according to his teammates, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, it's number seventy seven, right behind Dwight, who's seventy six. All right, let's transition. I know that was painful for you. But let's transition to the NFL. Let's look ahead to week eight. What games are you most excited for this week? Hopefully we're looking for we're looking towards a better week than uh, than we had last week. It was terrible. Pretty rough week in the NFL. Uh, Luckily, I didn't have to slog through it since the Browns played Thursday night. But um, uh, right off football on Sunday, I did. I watched uh, a couple hours in the early in the early round. But um, Brown Steelers, 1 p.m. on Sunday. I'm looking forward to that one. Playoff rematch. Uh, looks like Baker's coming back. Uh, Chubb and Conklin have th- they've already said they're going to be playing. So a couple guys that the Browns had been down. Um, we got the stuff with Tomlin and uh, and USC who who shut that down emphatically. No, and uh, all he did was try to get somebody to write a big check. And uh, the only thing the- I heard in that whole thing was there's not a booster with a big enough blank check. That That, that was very purposeful statement that he ended on there. But yeah, I th- I'm looking forward to th- to that game. Um, you know, you got Steelers players talking about, oh, they whooped our ass and sent us home last year, and then Tomlin kind of backpedals that and says, we're not going to use that as our rallying cry. This is just an AFC North game, and it's a hostile environment. So it's kind of it's kind of a it's it's a different vibe than I'm used to to seeing in a, a Brown Steelers game. And you even have Ben saying it's a tough place to play, even though he's lost there like twice in his like. 23 year career, whatever. He's the winningest quarterback at First Energy Stadium for Christ I don't sake. think that's still the case anymore. I don't know, I think, man. I think I think Baker's passed him since. Man, but I, I want to I want to double check that. But uh I'm also looking forward to the Patriots and Chargers should be a good one in that late window. And then uh very much looking forward to the Chiefs getting back on track on Monday night against the Giants. I like it right out of the gate. Thursday night football, Packers, Cardinals. You know, we talked about it in the bet online read. There's some injuries for that, but that should be an exciting game. Aaron Rodgers is always great in prime time. Kyler's definitely emerging. So very much looking forward to that one. And then the Titans and the Colts, you talked about it in the bet online read as, as your sort of pick of the week. You like the Colts. I think both these teams are warming up. The Titans are coming off of a huge two-game stretch. That you heard here first, weeks prior to it happening. I knew that I just had a feeling that they were going to go on that little run, beat Buffalo, demolish, destroy Kansas City. 
And, you know, now let's see how they're able to bounce back from that, right? Is there a little bit of a letdown now that they've gone through that two-game stretch? Granted, it's a it's a it's a divisional opponent, but they've already beat the Colts at home. And the Colts are kind of warming up, coming out of nowhere. This game could have playoff implications. It's a close spread. Indy's favored at home. So I really like it. This is definitely the game that I'm gonna have an eye on on Sunday. Um, you know, I always got my eye on the Browns, but this is definitely the one that I'm looking forward to the most. Yep, definitely agree. Let's do the pick 'em. Let's do the week eight pick 'em. We both went three and two last week. I am now nine and eleven. Luke is now eleven and nine. Gotta find a way to get in there. You ready for some? Are you ready for the big five this week? Yeah, let's do it. Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta minus three. They're favored, which is was shocking to me. Atlanta's favored. Carolina's reeling a little bit. Oh, let's see here. Sam me... Darnold got benched last week. Yeah, might might be uh, <laughs> might be better off going with PJ. Um, yeah, I'll take Carolina. Okay, I got Carolina. Tennessee at Indy. You I'm are Indy. I'm taking Tennessee. I I think I like the team they're rolling. So I'm going Tennessee. Pittsburgh at Cleveland minus three and a half. In a half. It's it's straight up. I just give the spread for. Yeah, give me Cleveland. I got Cleveland. Washington at Denver. Denver's favored minus three at home. I'll take Washington. I got Denver. Dallas at Minnesota. Minnesota plus one home dog. Yeah, Closer than I thought. I'll take Dallas. Come well, shit. I don't know. We don't really know about Dak's status yet. So I'll, I'm He's taking. Playing. I'm taking Dallas, and my caveat is if Dak sits, then I'll take Minnesota. You're taking Dallas or you're taking Minnesota. Like, there's no I'm taking Dallas with the caveat. No, I'm taking Minnesota regardless of – I hate when people use the word irregardless. I'm taking Minnesota regardless of the situation. So this week we got a chance here. We got three games where there's a difference. I got Tennessee on the road. You got Washington on the road, and you got Dallas on the road. So Uncle Saba might uh, might be up coming into the to the show next week. All right, let's we move heard in. last week too. Huh? That's what we heard last week too. I'm creeping back in. I'm creeping right, back so in. Are we moving off the NFL? Yeah, you got something else. I do. All right, bring it up. Let's do it. You got something for me? I'm no, I'm trade. I'm trading in. I'm trading in teams. Oh. The Seahawks can't seem to get out of their own way here. Ooh. I'm ditching the Seahawks. And I'm going with a team that I'm pretty sure is going to make the playoffs. All right. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. So I dropped Washington early, very strategically, and picked up Arizona. You waited a little bit. In a million years, in your wildest dreams, would you have ever imagined that you would be dropping Seattle for Cincinnati? I'm not, not I think it's a good a move because Cincinnati's defense is playing well. I mean, we talked about it, right? Obviously, the offense is rolling. I think that's a good move. Yeah, I hope so. I, I mean, defense obviously is already there. The offense is starting to get into gear. Not sure if I buy them long term uh, for the rest of this year, but I, I'm 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 in. So. I, I, like I said, I think they're getting into the playoffs. I don't know if they're a real contender at that point, but I think they should be at the top seven. You know, I've already got five wins. Their schedule's not really that bad. 
It makes sense. That's a good move. All right. You ready? You ready for you ready to move on now? Yeah, let's go. All right. Wrap it up real quick. A few good minutes on college football. Look, the last couple of weeks in college football have not been great. It's a big week for college football, especially in the Big Ten. Two premier, premier matchups in the Big Ten that's really going to shape, in my opinion, the college football playoff. I mean, let's just be honest. So the games of the week this week, you got number one, Georgia, Florida. I talked about it in the bet online read. That's a good game for Georgia on the road that Florida teams beat a couple teams. They played some teams. Well, I, you know, Georgia's just been kind of blowing teams out. That's three thirty CBS looking forward to that one. Another SEC matchup, number 10 Ole Miss at number 18 Auburn. Auburn's favored in that game. Auburn's a three point favorite. Ole Miss has the Heisman favorite. They've been rolling. They've won some games. They've, you know, obviously didn't play Alabama very well, but that'll be a good one. Seven o'clock on ESPN, number 20 Penn State at them. Number five, Ohio State Buckeyes, the Ohio State Buckeyes, minus 18 and a half at the horseshoe, 730 ABC. Certainly is going to be a good game. That's a really good test for this Ohio State team who, at times this season has struggled defensively. Offense hasn't been an issue at all for them. Penn State has a pretty good defense. They got some quarterback questions. My guess is, you know, with Clifford being banged up a little bit, my guess is that's why you have a spread that's so large there. I didn't even want to touch that game. I There's no telling. Penn State usually plays Ohio State tough, right? And then the game of the week. I mean, come on. Come on. Everybody knows what the game of the week is. The battle of the undefeated. 7-0 each. Number six, the Michigan Wolverines against Little Brother. At Little Brother's house, number eight, Michigan State. Michigan State is a four-point home dog. I love home dogs. I almost want to take that four. I'm not going to. Like I said, I took the, the under 50. That's the noon game on Fox. And also on top of that, right, they got Penn State on the road in a couple weeks, and then they got Ohio State at home to finish the season. So this is just the first in – this is when Michigan's season really starts. Yeah, I think think Ohio State blows them out. I think they cover pretty easily, and I think uh, the same with Michigan. I don't think either game is going to really be that You think Michigan's going to blow out Michigan State? As much as they can, the way that they play, you know, I think they're going to cover easily. Let me put it that way. I, I mean, I think they probably win. They probably end up winning by two scores at the end. So 24 to 10 or something. I mean, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. So you, yeah, you like, you like I, I mean, my under 50, right? Don't make me second guess that. Yeah, that I think that's good. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess Michigan State scored a little bit more than I thought in previous games. Um, but I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I don't think they're that good. Are you going to be watching any of these games? Yeah, uh, my dad's my dad's going to be in town this weekend, so we'll be watching Ohio State for sure. God, your dad's got a great head of hair, man. <laughs> yeah, I love watching games with him out on the out on the patio. So we'll be watching that one. Well, Jesus, man, maybe maybe I'll come over. Maybe, come on over. 
we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I, you know, last weekend, Courtney was out of town. When Courtney leaves, goes out of town, I don't like to sit around the house. So I went out Friday night, turned around, did a day drinking thing on Saturday, paid for it early in the week. So I'm considering taking a weekend off. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how things go over the rest of the week. That's what I did last weekend. I, I took it pretty easy last weekend. So, oh, you didn't do anything. I had a couple drinks Friday night, but that's it. All right. All right. So next week in the coming weeks, I guess next week it's with the, with the NFL going to 17 games, there's no real midpoint. Right. So after week eight, we'll do our mid season review. I got some questions that I've been taking throughout the course of the season early on, and we'll go back and look at our preseason predictions. We'll give a, you know, an update to the water cooler challenge. And then, you know, hopefully we'll have uh, some, some really good games in college football to, to discuss in the few good, in the few good minutes of college football section. I guess week nine could be uh, eh, I want to do natural. it next week. I want to do it next week. Don't forget at WC sports pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, follow, and subscribe. We are now available on all your favorite streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find us. You can also find us on the Believe Podcast Network, number one podcast network for professionals. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. And as always, we are presented by the one and only betonline.ag. With that, we love you. And enjoy your lives. Somebody suck me. That's it. <laughs> That's all I had. You didn't have a little like. Yeah. NBA 75 can somebody suck me. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube